from the podcast, Grant's Rants Hollywood Talk. It's Grant's Rants Small Talk. Let the ranting begin on this special bonus episode of the podcast discussing Free Britney, something I've talked about now for years on this podcast and have been an advocate for from the very, very beginning. Uh, I am joined in a moment with Annabelle DeSisto from Adderall and Compliments, her podcast. We have the same conversation on both. Uh, I just thought it was more fitting to have a, a chat with her and really share our opinions here. So it's a nice cross pollinated moment to discuss Brittany and her uh, hearing where she spoke to the judge finally for the first time. And unfortunately, uh, we have heard a lot of information that is not favorable to uh, anyone in anyone involved in this, including Brittany herself who's really suffered. And it's um, been a big eye opener worldwide. I uh, watched how this was covered in Australia. I watched how this was covered in the UK. I watched how this was covered on The View. And um, including Wendy herself, Wendy Williams, who a longtime denier of any part of this, she wouldn't even want to, she didn't want to discuss it. She wouldn't go there. And uh, a lot of people ran from this story, and now you can no longer hide from it, which I think is a good thing. I think it's the only way that we're going to get any meaningful change is uh, for this story to be bigger than ever. And I'm glad that it's out there. Uh, I do want to say that I am not looking to cash in on this and by any means. The reason why this special episode has ads on it is because that's my agreement with the um, distributor that I have, Spreaker. So um, I just, I'm just here to just talk about Brittany. I'm not trying to make any money off of this movement whatsoever. Uh, I've been nothing but an advocate and continue to do so and be all about it. Um, I was reached out to actually uh, by Newsy.com, and uh, they asked me to do a little video and, and asked, just interviewed me about Free Britney, which I was happy to do, again, for no money, I will add. Uh, and the title of that article over on Newsy.com is How Hashtag Free Britney Went From a Small Group of Fans to a Global Movement. And I reflect back on, and I shared it with you here on the podcast in episode 124, going to the very first Britney rally. This is when everyone thought we were crazy and we're being gaslit and told we're conspiracy theorists. And if you go back and listen to that episode, Grants Rants 124, at the 10-minute mark, you can hear me there. I reported from the actual rally, spoke with Tess and Babs from Britney's Graham. So that was something that was kind of groundbreaking for me, and I knew it would be, and I was glad that I had the opportunity to go. Now, I went to the most recent rally here, or I guess you could say Free Britney protest, Um here in New York, Washington Square Park, and I did not record anything there. I, I had no expectations. Uh, I just wanted to go and be very present because I knew this was a big day. Brittany was going to speak to the judge, and I was receiving updates uh, through Twitter. Thank God for Twitter because we were all hooked to our phones as we were getting this information. And I get into the chat with Annabelle how basically I was like, uh, didn't believe any of this because we've just been so manipulated and i didn't know what was happening until it was confirmed you know thinking like journalistically is this verified and then i heard her speak and say these things the full tape is out there on youtube of her giving this terrible speech a, a human rights violation if you will of what she has been through and um she basically wiped the deck with all of them so when it had all ended the statement coming out of her father's team was basically that her father loves her and is sad to see she's upset 
I mean, what else do you say when she annihilates you? You know what I mean? What else could they possibly have said? But um, it's what they're not saying now that's interesting, and I will get into all of that with Annabelle in a moment, but um, just want to continue to express uh, how strong Brittany is to get through this mentally, and uh, the world is watching in the biggest way possible now, and we can't let the story die. So that's my point of view on all this. Let's get into it. Here we go. I really give you major snaps for this. You are like the brunette Ronan Farrow, how he uncovered Harvey Weinstein. You have been talking about Free Britney for years and tweeting about it. And I never thought you were a conspiracy theorist because it's not like a no. negative conspiracy. I mean, it was never like, oh, Grant's a flat earther or like a QAnon <laughs> person. Sherry Shepard 2.0. Exactly. I never thought it was that. I kind of thought it was like a fan theory. You know how some Tupac fans still think he's alive and he's coming back, like not be a hologram, but full flesh and body himself. Yeah. Yeah. Like he's hiding at an alternate. He's like, he has like a name. He has like a a different, like, yeah. Assuming a different identity in Utah or something. Yeah. Yes. Him and John F. Kennedy Jr. are really alive and they're going to come back. And they're just wasting their time in Utah. Okay, great. (laughs) I kind of thought it was that and I didn't put much like weight to it and I remember one of your tweets like distinctly was the free Britney movement why isn't anyone talking about this in Hollywood this is the biggest story happening and no one's reporting on it or talking about it yeah I mean I stood behind this really early on because um well for a lot of reasons but yeah I was told we were told we were told we were crazy but the way I viewed this was here you have someone that cannot give a live interview every show that she's done, which was only like a handful. We're talking like Ellen and then like pre-recorded. Everything was pre-recorded. And there were a lot of rumors for a long time that anytime she did press that her team, not her, her team had to review and approve of what was put out there. That's controlling. Then you look at red carpet pictures and you see a PR manager. I believe Uh, there was a man who represented her at least through publicity inches, inches from her face. And it would be like ready to grab the mic at any moment. And this was for years. And that just wasn't true to me. You look at Beyonce, you look at JLo, her peers, you know, Shakira and Christina, and they're able to go out there and do things like show up. They're able to sit down and have like a live interview on MTV or whatever, or they do a red carpet. And Britney is like controlled within inches of her life. And that was the first time I stood up and noticed it was like something's up here. And obviously knowing that what's the difference, the conservatorship. Were you a super huge Britney fan before? I was for a super long time. And I admittedly, which and regretfully fell off quite a bit during the circus era uh, era. I, um, was not into that too much because that was like the album right after Blackout. And to me, the concept of circus, I know people love it. So this is an unpopular opinion, but I know people loved that. However, to me, it was very mass produced. It was like, we're going to rebrand Britney. We're going to go back to this wholesome look of her in the middle of a ring. And, you know, it just, it just didn't translate for me as anything that great. And my sister went to that tour and I'm sure it was great and everything, but 
it just seemed like a real cash, like quick money grab for me. I went to the circus concert in South Beach. I was a Britney fan, as I feel like everyone our age was growing up. I loved Britney, but would I say I was like the biggest Britney fan? No, because all of my heart and all of my walls was given to my J14 posters was saved for NSYNC. So I was Mm -hmm. a Britney fan, but my heart and my wallet was with NSYNC. I went to her circus tour and her circus tour was the comeback from the Gimme More performance at the VMAs that all of us remember. Yes. Legendary. Iconic. That was her. I was her taking control in that moment, by the way. Like people hate on that performance, but that was her rebelling in that moment. And she came out and did whatever the F she wanted. And I have that magazine cover hanging in my bathroom from Entertainment Weekly. Oh, the horror. Does Brittany <laughs> have a prayer? And um, yeah, to me, that represents like her. And that was my biggest problem with Circus. I just will say real quick is we, we, we saw the evolution of her music. We got to Blackout. It was a very personal album. She had a lot of involvement. And then we went backwards right into mass-produced, like, in my opinion, Circus. Oh, eh. see, I don't like when my artists have growth. I want my artists to be whatever I first found them as. I realize, like, as individuals, people want to grow. No, I don't want to see you grow. I want you to stay exactly the same as how I liked you. Seeing the Circus for... <laughs> was very sad because seeing her on stage, I just felt like, oh, this girl was not ready to come back out. Mm. And I felt badly watching it. Yeah. That was, I, to me was femme fatale. She walked through that tour for like however long it was did on. Did you see it? And did you see it? Not in person, but I saw like the, the HBO performance of that. And yeah, it's just, it's, that was the kind of the beginning of all of that of what, but then she, but then with the Vegas stuff, it really turned out. I feel like it was much much better, and you know, it's just she didn't have much of a choice though. These are all things that she was signed up to do. I feel like Brittany is an exotic animal that we have forced into indentured slavery. Their entire life has been taken out of what would be considered normal. She has grown up her entire life in an unnatural environment with so much pressure, with so much attention and like her life getting smaller and smaller while everything else around her gets like bigger and bigger and pressing in. And I truly cannot believe that she did not do anything more than pull a Mad Max and shave her head. If I were her, I would have shaved down the paparazzi with my car. I really give her just so much credit because I think everyone in the world owes her an apology, including myself. I mean, because well, everyone, yeah, that's the thing. everyone made Britney jokes and we like loved watching her downfall and laughing at her, like not realizing this is a kid in a complete mental breakdown, understandably. Right. Well, you're still seeing it. You're still seeing people out there. If you look at comment sections now that she has spoken and there's so much out there now, it's undeniable of what, what's happening with her. You're still seeing people going, well, what about she went crazy and shaved her head? Well, again, if you watch the documentary, there's full context there that she was trying to see her kids not once, but twice that night. She was denied from seeing them. She was dealing with allegedly postpartum depression. And yeah, all she did was shave her head. That's all she did. And also you have to factor in that people are always touching these people. They're always touching them, making them look good, making them fix their hair, making them look how they want for this photo shoot. And she was tired of people touching her. So there you go. I mean, you know, don't knock it until you're in the situation. You know, it's not the worst thing she could have done either. You I know, mean, she, she was in people, her early 20s. She was a baby. She had no sense of regular yeah, childhood. She's 25 years old. The fact that she just beat a car up with that umbrella 
and not another person or put it through like her eyeball in front of the paparazzi is truly incredible. Yeah. I mean, you hear about people who cut themselves and go to lengths to threaten others and harm themselves. And all she did was shave her head. I mean, so if that's unfortunately the reality, though, that people keep holding over her, literally, that's like, well, she went crazy. She, they, she was in a psychiatric hold, so she must be nuts. But believe it or not, she was never formally diagnosed as bipolar. So what do they have this girl on? What do they have her in this conservatorship for is the main question. And that's where if you do some digging, it was uh, allegedly orchestrated between UCLA and the father, but definitely the father at the very least. He came in, he had nothing to do with her life for very many years. He was not there bringing her to auditions. He saw this opportunity. You can add in other players. I, I believe, this is my opinion, I believe her management had a lot to do with this. They certainly had a lot to gain, and they they ran away like roaches. In was the that night. with Larry Rudolph or Sam Lepby? Sam wasn't great either, but Sam was used, in my opinion, all he wasn't great, but he was used as a prop from her father to be like, "Look, see, she's susceptible to these people who are going to ruin her estate," and that didn't help. But I'm talking about her manager company, uh, her business manager as well. That these pe- these are people, in my point of view, that were a part of all of this. That somehow like snakes got away from this the minute that documentary dropped on Hulu and FX and the word got out that something was up. And to me, that was like a very long time coming. I was so glad that somebody reputable could put that out there. Um, But yeah, that definitely shook up certain people that should have been removed from the situation a long time ago. And it keeps shuffling the deck. We keep shuffling this, but the bottom line is we need to see some real change uh, because there's not, it's such a broken system that I don't know what will really cause massive change here because this isn't anything new. She's a court appointed lawyer. Like, what is he doing? What has he done for her in 13 years? Well, I've been following this since April of 2019 very closely. That's when um, one of her conservators, Andrew Wallet, uh, on the fiscal side, the, the state side, uh, gave up. He, he got a big raise and then he left. And that's when things happened with Britney's gram and a voicemail was left that detailed further stuff about the conservatorship. And you were starting to learn more about how these conservatorships, this is not exclusive to Britney. It's an extreme case, but that most, cons- not, I don't even know if you can say most, I'm trying to be politically correct, but a lot of these conservatorships are questionable at best. And the more money you have, the more messy it gets. And you've got someone now in Britney's case paying for her lawyers, her father's lawyers, her mother has lawyers. She's literally paying for lawyers to debate each other over herself. So how is that not a conflict of interest? Can someone tell me that? That's so disgusting. Who should be paying for those lawyers who owes her like reparations us weekly. I feel like every tabloid Mm. should be paying this off because they have only made it this far because of the years and years they've benefited off of this poor woman. Yeah. And I want to shout out all these people who continue to cash it on her. There are these two guys, T Kyle and Mew Mews, and they have a podcast about Brittany and they've gone through the decades. It was actually a very well done pod. However, no reference to Free Britney at all, and just even to show support of her. Um, I One of them reached out to me and then deleted the tweets, uh, making fun of me for back in the day. And I stand in my truth, and I left my tweets up because I don't have anything to hide. So I just think there are people like that, other, um, other podcasters and influencers that have just ridden that Britney train, and where are they? I mean, I also think Gaga is also someone that should be called out in a major way. She'll go to the opening of an envelope. She just got a key to a city. <laughs> She'll 
advocate for almost anything, it seems, if it gets her good press. But where is she with this? I mean, she has said in the past, obviously, Britney is someone that she looked up to. You know, Madonna, where you at? Beyonce, where you at? Like, it's... I, they're not going to do anything. I know they don't have the power to do it, but like Mariah was one of the very first people uh, this last round when Britney spoke that was, you know, open about it. And now it's like, and now it's in vogue to talk about it. But in the past, Miley shouted it out. Cher has been behind it all it's along. It's like Demi Lovato. McGowan. Demi Lovato, you tweeted nonstop about a yogurt shop for a yep. week. Silent. Yep. Silent about Britney. Yeah. And so that's the so thing. opened up this entire entertainment industry for you to have a career. Yeah, and that's the thing. When you go, you mentioned Us Weekly, like these are platforms and people that could make a difference. It's not even so much about spreading awareness and it was for a long time, but there's enough awareness now where this is like, I believe the biggest case like worldwide because it's being covered so everywhere. So like a growing movement on Reddit. How did you get involved with this? Because you were actually at the first Free I was, yes. All through podcasts. I feel I like was, it's like you at, yeah, you at first, like Stonewall or something. Yeah, yeah. You were the first one yeah. here, there at the original. The first organized group, yeah. I mean, it, oh, there's a lot of people who have really taken off and really, I mean, good for them. They're doing good work, but they have really used that by being there from the beginning to build a platform for themselves, which is fine. I mean, I talk about it often, but um, I couldn't get to the ones in downtown LA when I was there, mainly because they were in the middle of the day on weekdays and, you know, I was working. What um, was the first one like? Because when was the first one? The 2019, April 2019. It was very small. Paparazzi were there for um, like the TMZ and Entertainment Tonight laughing and goofing and they thought we were all ridiculous. And, How many people you know, were there who were there legitimately for free, Brittany? Maybe 25, maybe 20 people at most. Yeah. And it's always interesting to see who is attracted to these things because it's a wide variety of people of different backgrounds. And you always get people who think it's absolutely ridiculous. Like you don't have time to do anything else. Why are you talking about this? Why are you worried about this? But it's all based in ignorance. If they, if they knew that basically what it is, it's a human rights issue at this point. And I think the ACLU and the human rights campaign should be very vocal about this. And should this could set the standard and help other people who are being taken advantage of in these situations. But I don't know. It's incredible to me that people have sat by for so long. But Us Weekly, they should have Britney on their cover, not to sell magazines, but to spread the word and to be able to show the uh, the uh, California court system that this is something that will be watched and that will have, there's a lot of eyes on this worldwide. And it's not something that the next like headline from Jennifer Aniston wanting a baby is going to like, you know, usurp or whatever. So like they really have a duty to keep this alive as much as they can in the press. And I hope they do. Whatever happened to Felicia? Do you remember Fifi? Yeah. Felicia, that woman who was supposedly like her best friend when I would watch Britney Spears and she, Kevin Chaotic. Yes. Is Fifi part of this? Is Fifi? She tweeted her support for Free Britney. Either she Instagrammed it or at least Facebooked it um, with a picture of Britney. She's all for Britney sharing her story and she appeared in that documentary on FX. I didn't see the documentary because documentaries make me inherently sad because they're true. So I realize I'm part of the problem that I'm not facing it because it will help a lot if you watch it. It depressed me so much, the Paris Hilton documentary, which I knew it would. And it's like, oh, this is nothing compared to I mean, that. Is nothing compared to this? I know that that's is why like, I never that is not like this. Like, is much darker. Watch the housewife and the hustler, and yeah. I hate Erica Jane once again. Always thankful that Erica Jane did not sue me for many years of using her song. That's the only positive thing I can say about her. But 
I know that it would make me too sad about the orphans. And I would like, I just. Yeah, it'll help you fill in a lot of blanks. It is worth watching for those who have it. I mean, just to kind of update you on that. But that I would recommend. You know, she's spoken now. She's had a lot to say for over 20 minutes, which I was receiving in tweets on Twitter. And I'm so paranoid with everything with these days with news. I was like, well, how are these verified quotes? How do we know this is for real? How do we know someone isn't goofing on Free Britney and just floating out there whatever message they want? And then I heard her say these things. And it's very different to read than it is to hear. It's very tough because it confirmed everything and I didn't want to, I didn't need to be validated. Uh, And it was just a lot to listen to. And a lot was said and her family has said absolutely nothing since. Doesn't that tell you everything you need to know? Imagine if you find out that your daughter is basically into this, being forced to be sterilized with an IUD that she wants out of her body, that her father put in her body. And you mean to tell me as a mother, you're not going to make a statement as a sister, you're not going to say anything. You're not even going to show your support. Like I just want. Oh, my Zoe one hundred one. No, Zoe yeah. six six sixty. So you can go f- yourself. Yeah, I used she to can. think the team she mom can. who I had the biggest problem with was Janelle Evans. No, no, no. I can put Janelle Evans on the shelf for a while because yeah. the team mom who I have the biggest problem with. How dare you, Jamie Lynn? How f-ing dare you to not stand up for your sister who is the only reason you have anything? It gets worse. Her husband apparently made a comment, something like, that's not true. Her family's been supportive of her. And it's like, who the F are you? His name is Jamie as well. It's like, who the F are you? Like, get the hell out of here. But I, and yeah, the family, not a word. Not a word. I mean, it's, it's bad. I well, feel horrible her- for her. But who needs them? Who needs them? She said they should all go to jail and it's looking that way. I mean, I don't know if it's looking that way like they will, but like it's looking like they should because where are they? This is her family because I guess, what, a year ago is when her mom and her brother, Brian, I forgot about this barnacle. Yeah. That this leech is a year ago that they asked to be involved in the conservatorship or asked to be made aware of all of her financial. That was the mother. Yeah. The mother brought her own lawyers for that. And I didn't know where she stood with the mother. She did reference the mother in the recording saying that her mother went to the spa twice. I want Sally Fields to play Britney's mom in the horror biopic. (laughs) I want to just be very clear with all of this. I wish Jamie Spears the worst that life has to offer. When I think about this man and how he treats his own flesh and blood and how allegedly this is what Brittany said, that this is her experience. He laughs at her when she calls him up. He makes her pay all this money to go to that facility. Like, I truly wish you, the. I was going to say, sir, but you're not worth the respect. I truly wish you the worst that life has to offer because I do believe it. And like they say, the streets have been talking for a long time time and they when they talked about you in the documentary they had nothing nice to say about you either and i'm just saying i don't see you as a supportive father i don't see you as doing anything other than like you told like like this quote here this quote lynn said that she according to lynn jamie said she is supposed to be um treated like a racehorse and needs to be handled like one that's what i believe about jamie i saw a clip of her brother i forgot about this gem what does free Britney mean from your understanding? What are all these people speaking about when they're trying to? I, I, um, that I don't quite know, like what their, what their meaning is, you know? Um, Cause as I said, I don't follow it that well, but I am aware that like, they feel like, you know, like it's 
I don't know, maybe she's being confined or something or held against her will in some capacity, but I can't really, I, you know, I'm not, I can't speak for them. Have you ever seen anything that led you to be concerned that your sister was being held against her will? Oh, uh, every day. <laughs> no, I'm joking. <laughs> I mean, like, <laughs> That's hilarious. With, the women in this family are very, very strong-minded and have their own opinion and they want to do what they want to do. And Ooh. as much as I admire that as a guy and being like one of two guys in this entire family, it kind of sucks, man. I'm not gonna lie. But that's wow. A real, real smart. Entirely uh, new or, or progressive. I mean, saying, you know, the women, you know, they're strong minded. They want to do what they want to do. Kind of constitutional. Uh, <laughs> I mean, yeah. And, and they, Sounds, I mean, yeah, but uh, as long as they don't start voting, you yeah, know. Yeah, yeah, I can't have that. Sounds definitely sounds like Jamie's son to me. I mean, that's some real patriarchal BS, if you ask me. Um, yeah, I like. Why are they asking this guy, and why is he even agreeing to comment on it? And this is something that Brittany brought up when she spoke to the judge. She's like, "My so-called family. I'm paraphrasing, but they keep making comments, and I am unable to give an interview and tell my story to anyone. So, how come they get to go out there, and her brother gets to go on there and laugh at her, basically?" And um, she can't even say her own truth. So that's the problem right there. Case evidence A1. There you go. So yeah, that family. I mean, I really thought that maybe her mother, maybe Jamie Lynn were at least advocates. But where are they? I don't see it. I don't see anybody advocating for her at all. Well, Wendy is. And everyone's getting on Wendy for what she said. And I always support my girl, but especially during this rehab that her father forced her into was a rehab where they knew the paparazzi was there every day. How dare you, Mr. Spears? You had me fooled. And you too, Mrs. Spears. Death to all of them. <laughs> the audience, <laughs> the audience like gasped. Even Suzanne looked shocked. They went, <gasps> Real Britney fans know that uh, what's her face? Wendy should not get much credit for this because she has been defending Jamie for a long time on her show. She's been writing off the crazy narrative of Britney and that she's not fully there and she's not really well. And now all of a sudden, because Britney spoke, now all of a sudden she says, what? Death to all of them. Uh, so my how she has turned. And if she only cared enough, this is why you know Wendy is like, not the most on top of things. She would always let somebody else speak about Free Britney, and she never really did the research or questioned anything other than what they were feeding TMZ, which is its own problem. So, you know, Wendy, welcome, but you're late. For someone who's supposed to be the queen of hot topics, I mean, you <laughs> really missed the boat on this, and you don't get credit for it now. So at least she's saying it. At least she's not defending the, the father. I mean, if like, someone said it, and I'm trying to think of who it was, but if you're not saying Free Britney right now, what are you saying? It's true. There's so many eyes on this now. Like, I hope that this is the end for this. I don't see how they can continue, but these are truly evil people. And if they're so drunk on power, they might not care. They might not care. I'm just hoping this changes and that this is all enough. I don't know what more you need. Um, I don't need any further evidence of this. To me, like, they're just, oh, it was a list of atrocities. Choose one. I mean, it's absolutely awful and horrible. And the, I know that the system is designed just a certain way. I don't even know if maybe like an attorney general could even 
make a dent in this, but she's got to be able to bring in her own attorney that she can trust that can do the work because this current one should be like, I just, just put it nicely. He should be ashamed of himself. I'll just say, just to be nice. Um, after all this time that he's had her as a client and has done absolutely nothing as it seems because the judge had to tell him in the middle of Britney's speech that he can file paperwork to, uh, you know, to appeal the conservatorship. So clearly, you know who he's working for just by that. So I'm, I'm disgusted by the whole thing. These people, I, I've gone through this and talked to a bunch of friends and family about this. My one conclusion is that these are truly evil people. How do you get out of a web of evil? I don't even know if it's possible, but that's why it's important that people stay on this and that people like Us Weekly next week put out a big cover on this, that page six calls it out. We need to have more than that. This should, there should be legal journals discussing this. Let's put the pressure on because if not, these people are shameless and they need to be called out. It's so disgusting. I mean, reading it was bad enough, but it's like when you hear her. Ma'am, my dad and anyone involved in this conservatorship and my management who played a huge role in punishing me when I said, no, ma'am, they should be in jail. But my precious body who's worked for my dad for the past 13 years, trying to be so good and pretty, so perfect when he works for me so hard. When I do everything I'm told in the state of California, allowed my father, ignorant father to take his own daughter who only has a role with me if I work with him. They set back the whole course and allowed him to do that to me. When she says my precious body, she talks about it as it's not even a part of her. I know, but as you having to disassociate yourself from your own body like that and view it as a, like an entity, you know? like as that's a money-making machine. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I just want to comment on how strong I think this woman is. Um, I Obviously, I don't know her personally, but just if I didn't know, if I didn't have these feelings that I have for her as Britney Spears, the performer, just to hear a woman speak that way to a judge so quick. She's had 13 years to have this moment in front of this judge, and they keep cutting her off and telling her to slow down, which people have said in comments that they have worked in the courts, and they said that if the person, if the court reporter cannot keep up, they should not be in that high of a court. So that they said that she's not speaking that uh, that fast. So that just goes to show you right there the type, the caliber, very low of people that are on the other end of that call. But just to hear a woman speak about her life and the way that she has is heart-wrenching. And I wish I, I wish I wasn't, val- I don't feel validated in this, but I feel validated in the movement. But I wish I was wrong. Instead, this was shocking stuff. That IUD stuff, shocking. I want to be able to get married and have a baby. I was told right now in the conservatorship, I'm not able to get married or have a baby. I have a um, ID inside of myself right now, so I don't get pregnant. I wanted to take the ID out so I could start trying to have another baby, but this so-called team won't let me go to the doctor to take it out because they they don't want me to have children, any more children. Um, so basically, this conservatorship is doing me way more harm than good. Um, I, w- I deserve to have a life. I've worked my whole life. I deserve to have a two to three year break and just, you know, do what I want to do. She should not be having to ask to have a break. And that's not someone that's incapacitated. And that's the definition of a conservatorship, by the way. So she's, she's able to string a sentence together and make her point. And something that stuck to me with all of this, just listening back to that, her lawyer He didn't help her prepare for that. She's reading off of papers, as we know, which is fine. She's entitled to do that. But 
if a, a good lawyer would have sat her down, they would have practiced, they would have had discussions, they would have had a lot more of a flow of thoughts that they wanted to get through. She would have been a lot more comfortable in her delivery. A good lawyer would have made their client look like never before, like very crisp and clear. And that to me is Brittany just fighting for her life there. That's what I get from that. The legal system is not great, especially in California for conservatorship. So this is really tough. But the good sign is I've been listening to a lot of um, attorneys that are consultants for these various news organizations. And they're asked, the, the anchors are asking these attorneys, like, what's next? What do you make of this? Is this unprecedented? Does this hold up? And they all say that they all have unanimously been on Team Britney and said that they don't believe that Britney meets the criteria necessary to be conserved in this fashion, putting her in this position. They use the boyfriend as um, what do you think of the boyfriend? punishment because if she doesn't, this is what she alluded to and mentioned, if, if she doesn't do these things, that they want her to do, then she loses time with her boyfriend, who is the one lifeline to the real world for her. I like the boyfriend. He seems very nice. The boyfriend has shown his loyalty to her now more than once. I know he sat there when she was on the call with a a Free Britney painted t-shirt just to show support. I mean, he's been He's shown a couple things on Instagram, but I love that he keeps their relationship private and he's not on Entertainment Tonight every other week discussing Jamie or giving giving inside information or quotes. I like that he's just, he's Team Brittany and that's it. And at first when I found out she was that. dating a younger personal trainer, I was like, oh no, who's this? Yeah, exactly how I feel about Corey Gamble with Kris Jenner. I'm like, he's just in it for the long game. I was just glad she was getting some young, hot meat. That's what I was happy for her. At least I said, at least this woman can have a good sex life. But I mean, it sounds like it's a lot more than that. So that's good. So I was very apprehensive about him at first, but he seems to genuinely care for her. And yeah. I'm so happy. I guess right now they're on a trip. I think it was a quick one, but yeah, that was a real like Oh, I bet they were like, Brittany, oh, you, we, didn't, we didn't know you wanted to go to Maui. Like, sure, you guys can go and then we'll make sure that there's pictures. We'll make sure there's pictures on page six and Daily Mail so that way we can show everyone like, hey, we're not evil. It was all prop. It was all a show, but I don't blame Brittany for taking the trip. You know, after all that. And she was beaming in pictures because why? Because she got to say her piece. It's not because of they allowed her to go to Maui. It's not anything her dad did. It's not because of the therapy. It's because she got to finally speak. And she finally got to say what she wanted to on the record, on tape. And like, I'm just so proud of her for it. I just wish that she had a lawyer that could have coached her through that in a more professional way. That would have really sealed the deal. Like, what's Salerno and Barnes' lawyer issue with? Yeah. Any, anybody. And you know what? They should bring in a really good lawyer if she can, because this would be a career-defining case for any young lawyer in the conservatorship space. But they have to realize that they're going up against what I've heard to be Michael Jackson's attorneys on her father's side. So this, there are some real um, tough, to put it very nicely, people in, with a lot to lose, and she's paying all of them. And as she said, they work for me. And I wasn't good. I was great. And that is iconic. And that shows you. That is iconic. Yeah. This is not a broken woman, people. It sounds like a showgirl's quote. Like, I wasn't good. I was great. Yes. (laughs) It's fabulous. There's a lot of evil people associated with this case. And I I hope to hell there's justice in the world. But I, I think there's still a long road here. But 
it's 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 all blown out in the public now, so we have to keep the pressure on. That's my final thought. That's, we all thought the biggest snake in Britney's life was Banana, the yellow Burmese mm. python, and her slave for you performance at the VMAs. She could have just been on stage with her dad because he's the biggest snake of all. Death to all of them. I yeah. want to thank you for doing the Lord's work of not just being on this podcast, but <laughs> being a strong voice, being on the front lines and bringing this atrocity to justice. And I'm so, so Thank proud you. of you. Thank you. If anyone wants to check out uh, Newsy.com, they're recovering this. And uh, they interviewed me. Uh, I was in two different videos about Free Britney, mainly about the movement. And um, you can see me if you are interested and get my point of view there. So. See him, see his amazing hair. Listen, guys, Grant's not just a voice and a personality. Those are great. But what's the best thing about him is Grant's looks. If you have not seen wow. him. Wow. Thank you. And I'm not an old man. A lot of people think I am an old man based off of this voice. I am not elderly. I am not above the age of 35. No. And I am very single. So there you have it. Just checking all boxes on this call. I think you're like Alan Alda. Like I know. I, I really get like, oh, wow, he's a lot younger. I thought he was an old man. <laughs> You know, at least it's the better than the opposite. At least I can like surprise people in a good way. Say my voice. I <laughs> I think I surprise people that I'm not a baby stripper. <laughs> <laughs> I know if you just go off of just audio, it's weird. I remember like looking up people, like like people on the radio, would be like, "Ooh." <laughs> <laughs> I know there's nothing better than when you're like, "Oh, that." person's voice is so attractive they ah <laughs> yeah usually as they say like they say i have a face for radio but i don't say that <laughs> you do not have a face or hair for podcasting grant thank you so gorgeous so smart so funny and where can they find you on everything at its grants rants its grants rants i will be tweeting about it and instagramming more about the a stuff as it breaks the saddest thing about all of this is like that i finally agree with megan mccain on something that's the right. most up part of all this that's why this <laughs> has to go away the fact that right now glenn beck tommy lauren Ted Cruz and I all agree on something is disgusting to me. This is why this has to be taken care of yeah. because this cannot stand. I cannot have the same feelings as no. Megan McCain. Britney Spears, a bipartisan issue. <laughs> we finally found one. <laughs> My thanks to Annabelle for letting me share our conversation here on the podcast feed. I think most people would agree it's important to spread the word about what's happening to Brittany, and I wanted to get you guys my initial take on that audio tape as well. I knew it would leak. I knew that it was not going to stay quiet. Uh, there was no way that wasn't going to get out there in the world. And, you know, I don't think Brittany's uh, too upset about it. I think this is going to work out in her favor, God willing. Uh, if you guys want to find more about Free Britney, you guys can check out Newsy.com where I did an interview over there. And uh, Casey Mendoza is the journalist to reach out to me. And I believe there's two pieces that she uh, put me in, which was uh, great. Thank you, Casey. And if you want to go back and listen to the initial messaging, how this started at the first Free Britney rally, you can check it out on the podcast. It's Grant's Rants episode 124 or just the audio over on YouTube inside the hashtag Free Britney fan protest in West. Hollywood. I love you guys for listening. Continue to support the podcast and others. Thank you very much. And hashtag free 
Brittany. This has been Grant's Rant Small Talk. Follow Grant on Twitter and Instagram at It's Grant's Rants. Cover art created by Howie Rone. Original theme music by Alexander Arntzen. The Grant Michael Collection.